0: Hello, and welcome to Things I Learned from My Mama.
1: This is a podcast about all things mamas, from bad mamas, glad mamas, sad mamas, mad mamas. Anything and everything mama related. My name is Tu. My name is T, and we are the hosts for this podcast. So, last night I bought, well, yes,
0: I was helping my mom um, buy some, like, nice slack slash business pants for her friend And I happened to mention that The Loft slash Ann Taylor was having a really big end-of-summer sale. And so immediately, Mom's eyes, like, got really excited. They, like, lit up, and she was, Oh, my gosh, like, let's go look. And we found a pair of pants that was $8. And so she said... Oh, I want to get those, get them for me because they're only $8, which if for those who don't regularly shop at Ann Taylor slash The Loft, which is owned by Ann Taylor, they're a higher end brand because they're mostly well known for making business clothes, kind of similar to Banana Republic Um, I'm trying to think of other business clothes. I guess Calvin Klein, if you go in their like suit section. Nine West. Nine West. Like they're very uh, like business casual formal business type of attire. Yeah. So normally a pair of pants will cost like 80 to 90 to a hundred dollars depending on style. Sometimes like you'll find a nice pair for 50. So $8 is a phenomenal deal. Yeah, especially Uh, for that brand. Yeah. So we ended up just going through pages and pages of on-sale pants because she was just so... I mean, I'm the same way too now because I've gotten the same habit. Or not the same habit, but I I now also get excited when I see sales. So we were just going through pages and pages of pants. So just to see which pants we could get, that was best quality of the options in our size and the cheapest well not for me but for my mom and her friend and I think at the end of it when I checked my cart we had I think 12 pair of pants
1: Jesus
0: which I guess if you're buying pants that are basically 70 to 80 percent off why not but then because mom was even more frugal we whittled down from the 12 pair of pants to just two so we were on the computer for so long just to buy two purse pants. And then I ended up adding an extra pair for you, which like three pants. So I, I thought that was kind of funny. Oh, and then this morning. So we have this kind of, well, not kind of. We have this lock box, safe secure. What's it called? Safe box. Safe box. Yeah. That we used to keep our documents, but then we. Upgraded to one that was a little bit bigger And so we had it sitting on our closet for a long time and we honestly forgot about it until my mom decided to do a mass clean out of her closet and She saw the, the Safe box and she became really convinced that there was stuff inside that we left in there But because it'd been so long and we switched to a new safe box We had forgotten the combination code or co- the combination because it's a dial yeah. lockbox. It's not like a pa- passcode. I mean, even if it was a passcode, good, it's been don't decades. Yeah. So they don't, wouldn't have remembered. And so my mom was pushing me to contact the company to see if they could open the box for us. Because we had the key, we just didn't have the combination. And so the company that we had bought it from, you can request, I guess, a master combination that like overrides your own combination or maybe when you buy, I don't know how it works. Or maybe when mom and dad bought it, like it came with its own combination unique to the box. I don't know, but they ended up they ended up giving me the combination. But in order to get it, I had to pay for it. And so I ordered it, I think, a little over a week ago, and I got the combination a couple days ago. But I had just honestly been forgetting to use it until this morning. Cause I ended up waking up really early, early this morning, cause I had a hard time sleeping, and so I opened the box, and there was absolutely nothing inside, not even a scrap of paper. Like my parents had cleaned it out and transferred it to the new safe box, but had forgotten they had transferred everything. So in the end, I ended up paying thirty five dollars for a co- <sighs> for a combination to access an empty safe box, a safe, yeah, safe box. And so I went to mom and I was like, mom, guess what was in the in the safe box? She was, what? And I said, nothing. And she just laughed. She was, oh my God, we just wasted all of that money or $30 to literally access nothing. nothing. <laughs> um, and so that just kind of, those these two back-to-back things just made me think of all these different ways we've learned to be frugal simply from mom's practices of being really frugal and really intentional with your money. And so I thought, even
1: though no one wants to talk about money, let's talk about money. Yeah, especially now. But I think that like lifetime of practicing frugality really helped us now. Yeah. Especially during this time. Um, And I I don't want to play it off like we had a very miserable childhood or life because we were frugal. But we just learned to save. And I think because we learned to save, we got to do a lot. We got to experience a lot of other opportunities. Like, one of the things I distinctly remember when I was a kid, and I'm sure some of you listeners might have done this yourself, um, was being dragged around to a bunch of different garage sales. And that's actually how we got most of our clothes, how we got... Not our, our clothes, really, but... Uh, we got some of our clothes from some of our sales. Clothes,
0: yeah, like outer like jackets and stuff yeah. we got
1: like learning material because my mom her english isn't that great and she was always very self-conscious about it and so she would buy us these learning materials from garage sales so like computer games that had history games on them or typing games or things of that nature Or even our like stuffed animals, most of them were from garage sales. I don't remember ever going to Target or Toys R Us and buying anything. So we got most, if not all of our toys, some of our learning materials, um, not Tupperware, glasses, plates, dishes, anything that we could find for a steal, we would get it from garage sales. And rarely did we ever go shopping at malls and if we did it was only for sales like massive clearance sales um we never went out to the movies we never really went to any place that really cost money so we didn't really go to museums or we did go to the zoo yeah i will say the only thing that
0: that mom (laughs) was really willing to spend money on when we were younger was like memberships yeah so we had memberships to our local zoo. We also had memberships to our, like a, an annual, I think we had a, the zoo was an annual membership. Mm-hmm. And then we had a bi-annual membership to our local sea life slash aquarium zoo. Type of thing, yeah. And then we also, when we were younger, had annual membership, passports. Yeah, that's what they called them back then, right? Passports. Yeah, to our local... Um, theme park, like amusement park. Yeah, and so because in my mom's mind, even though the memberships are price when you pay for it at once, it's pricey. You send, end up saving so much more, yeah. right? Like I don't remember how much the zoo membership was, but like for example, let's say like today if
1: you go to the zoo, I think it's like. I think the last time I paid for a membership, which was probably a year and a half ago, it was, um, maybe two hundred and fifty for a whole year, and, and that included four guest tickets, and I could bring in a guest every time I went to the park for free. Yeah, so that's a really good deal. And
0: a day, and to put it in perspective, a one day ticket is like ninety dollars. Yeah. So. The amount of money that you're saving, theoretically, is astronomical. Yeah. Um, like, hold on, let me just do the math right now. Because if it's 90 a day and you go 365 days of the year, that's... They're almost $33,000. Right. Not including that you got four free guest tickets... And I get to bring in and a guest. So that's the four free guest tickets. It's like a one-time thing when you start your membership. But then every time you go, you can bring one guest for free. So that's multi. So that's you're saving almost at that point. If you bring a friend with you, you're saving sixty-six thousand dollars. Right. Right. So like in my mom's mind, that is a deal you can't pass. You up. can't pass up, right? And I think for her. And she also wanted us to be able to have opportunities to enjoy. Right. Because we didn't
1: do much of anything else.
0: Yeah, like, we didn't, like,
1: my, our
0: parents, because they came from a different country and, like, a country with less economic means, I guess. Mm -hmm. You know, things like backpacking and hiking and things like going to the movies or going out to a restaurant every you know once a week is a really foreign concept yeah it to them it's like oh that's well at least for things like going to the movies and going out to dinner it's a really foreign concept because to them it's like a one-time experience if that makes sense. It's a real treat it's a treat and it's money that could be spent on something that will last longer right like Let's say, even if, you know, you took a family out and it was ten, you know. Let's say it's a family of five and it's ten bucks. I mean, which is a reasonable price, like a really good price for a meal. That's fifty dollars, but to my to mom, fifty dollars is like buying two weeks or like a month's worth of meat. Or paying extra on her mortgage payment or her car yeah, payment. Yeah, like that's something that will pay off better in the long run, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, obviously hiking and backpacking, that stuff is free, but like that's something that didn't really exist.
1: Yeah. In my, I mean, now obviously it does. Well, and then also the area that we live in, there's not really any place to backpack. Yeah, you have to commute farther and
0: like... Mom was working pretty much seven days a week, so that was something that she couldn't really entertain often. Right. And I think for her, if it's something that's you can easily access. Like we never went to our museums all that much, even though it was so close to us, because I think I think mom thought that if I go, I'm just going to feel guilty of all the things I could be doing at home. But mm-hmm. if you went to things like an amusement park that was about a two hour drive from us, that's something she literally has to set time aside mm-hmm. for, right? Like, and then because she's set a time aside, she's put her schedule around it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Because then it's not really the same of like, oh, what are we going to do today? Oh, let's just go to the museum because it's nearby. It's like, Oh, on this Saturday of this month, we're going to go to the amusement park and it's going to be a whole day thing. Like, I'm going to mentally and, like, economically prepare myself for that, if that makes sense. Like, we didn't do a lot of on the whim things. Most of the things that we did as a family was very planned. Right. um, Because, like, mom would have to put her whole schedule around it, if that makes sense. Like, we didn't
1: have... I think the only spontaneous stuff we did was like go to the park or the beach. Yeah, but that's- and even then, that was like weekends or holidays. And, and stuff. by the time, like, for the most part, when
0: we went to the beach, it wasn't really with mom and dad. It was meeting other people there, like oh, yeah. our friends are going to be there, or our family friends are going to be there, so we're going to meet them there, right? Yeah. Like, it wasn't really like, oh, let's all go to the beach and we'll hang out. Um, it was like every once in a while in the park. We, I remember going to the park often
1: when we were young, but that's also a shorter trip, if that makes sense. I mean, we live right by the park, so we would, it's in walking we would take distance. like our bikes or our scooters and just yeah. go t- down to the park. But yeah, I, th- I think we were so... F- or at least our parents were so focused on saving because our mom's mentality is, I, is just paying off debt first and then you can enjoy. So we spent... Most of our money on just making sure we were paying off those debts or those loans. And
0: then wherever we could save money so that that way we could forward the money we were saving to those debts. Yeah. Like we we would do. So instead of, let's say, buying a dish set from... Macy's. Like Macy's or like any department store that sells it, she would try to find that same... Something similar at a garage sale where someone's literally trying to get rid of it for $0.25 a piece, right? Instead of, like, I literally just bought one for my friend as a gift, and I think I ended up paying $40, and it was on sale.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? And it was a 16-piece set. Yeah. But then imagine if you're paying the exact same money for that set, but for $0.25, or not exact same money, but buying the exact same set that someone's reselling for $0.25 a piece. Right. That's a lot of money you've saved right there, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, I also just want to say that, like, it probably sounds like, if, if we didn't talk about the amusement park, um, not going out to eat very often, not going to the movie theaters and stuff, it sounds like we had a miserable childhood, but I had a great time. We, yeah. we would just do, like, free activities, so one of our favorite things to do was just bike around our street, Yeah. or we would play dodgeball in front of our garage, um, but the amusement park's was the big thing because all of that money that we, I think for mom, her sort of thing was because my kids don't get to do all this other stuff that kids are doing, so they don't get to go to movies or go out to dinner a lot. Her sort of, I think, logic was I'm going to put my money towards these amusement parks that I know my kids are really going to value. And we did value a lot. Like one of the amusement parks that we were really lucky to go to very often was one of the Disney parks because it's clo- relatively close to us. And um that was a real treat for us because we were really big Disney fans. We bought VHS tapes for like 25 cents from garage sales.
0: And I'll also say that that was the only source of like media entertainment that we were allowed to watch because yeah. that was something... Like, mom knew, was like, I know my kids can watch this, and it's going to be appropriate and, like, safe for them. Yeah. Um, so, Most of
1: the other stuff we watched was but antenna even, shows. Yeah,
0: but even that because, like, we didn't have cable, because yeah. my mom didn't believe in television. Yeah. And then we... When, like, we literally just watched the same movies over and over and over again. Because, or we watched like, PBS, like, yeah, PBS. Yeah, PBS Kids, right? Like, and that was just because we moved little antennas on our box TV and, like, got PBS Kids. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, that was a big deal for us. <laughs> also, it's, like, almost every... No, I don't want to say almost every, but it's a lot of people's desire to go to a Disney
1: park. Yeah. At least once in your life. Yeah, Um, and we're not taking that for granted. We know that we're really lucky, and it's—it sounds. I don't know what again. Like it's. It wasn't this thing where we had a lot of money to to just go all the time because we were literally saving all of that money from not going to the mall or department stores and buying clothes. Yeah. Because our mom would even make some of our clothes or not going and buying dish sets from the department stores and stuff. All that money we would take and put into, like, buying these amusement parks in in place of going to the movies every weekend or whatever. Yeah. And I will say that, like,
0: and I will say that when we ever... Got the passports. Like mom wanted to maximize that as much as possible. Yeah. And like, it's also important to note that when we did buy them, it was like before this huge crazy inflation markup.
1: Yeah. It was like it was. I think when I, I talked to her, it was sixty dollars a person for a full year, no blockout dates. So can, I mean, can you imagine having that? Now? Yeah. So I nice. mean, like now it's now it's. Over like, $1,000 for no blockout dates. Yeah, like, even for half of the year to block
0: out, I think it's, like, $700 or something. You have to pay... No, it's, like, 20 or 30 bucks a month. That's for the cheapest Yeah, option. which is, like, literally the entire summer is blocked, and All then holidays. half of, like, the rest of the remaining days are blocked. Basically,
1: like, you have to go on a, a business on a, day or a school day. And yeah. when does anybody have time for that? that so now, like, if you want to go and not have blockout dates, you have to pay... $60 a month which is what we used to pay for a whole year yeah but anyways that's besides the point yeah so- she would
0: like want to maximize that so whenever we did it it we made a point to go at least once a month because mm-hmm. by the time if you went once a month we would have already used like we would have already well maximized the value right right like I don't re- I don't know what the prices were back then but say like a day ticket was like you've already used that $60 off your passport and have used even more does that make sense yeah I feel like that doesn't make sense but it makes sense and then like when we would go we wouldn't buy any food there we never bought souvenirs we never bought like the only thing we'd ever buy at Disneyland was like little ice cream only feels really hot only feels really hot and from the little like Carts. Ice cream carts. We never did, like, the sit-down ice cream parlors because they costed more. Yeah. And, like, whenever we went, like, we never bought food. It was very rare that we bought food. I don't remember that we ever did. We always packed a thermos with We like, always packed something. thermos with food, whether yeah. it was, like, soup, fried rice. Like, sometimes I think mom made sandwiches one time. Yeah. Um. And even when there was a time where Disney didn't allow people to bring food, like, we would even, like... <laughs> Just leave it in the car, put it in a locker that was free, and then leave the park, eat, and then come back in.
1: Well, I remember one time we were able to get it in because mom had told the park attendants Mm -hmm. that I had allergies. And so I had a very specific diet. Yeah. And so we were able to bring in food for the whole family that way. Um, and we did it that way, I think, almost every time. And then they lifted that ban because they probably realized, like, we just, make so much money anyways, it doesn't matter if people yeah. don't buy our food. And, like, now people still buy their foods even when they bring in food. Yeah. So, and then even, even though we went every month, we had such an intense, I don't even, like, like it was almost the an mo- equation like, the we, way we yeah. approached the park. Like, when we,
0: we would leave Early in the morning, so we'd basically get there right when the park opened, and then we would try to stay as late as we could. And normally, we, if I remember correctly, we always left right when the fireworks started, which is usually an hour or two before closing. So from like eight a.m. to like nine ish p.m., we were at the park, and it was always like, okay, we're gonna go on rides back to back to back to back to back to back because we're gonna maximize our time here, which From what I've collected, or what from what I've learned, is a lot of, a lot of friends that I've met who are also local, like area locals that had passports. They also did the same thing. Yeah. Um, because they knew the value of time. Because they were also like low income growing up, or like they also money wasn't some. I don't know. Like they wanted to make sure that they maximized their time. Yeah. Because I one time I went to Disneyland with them and they were also like, Okay, at this time we're gonna go and we're gonna the Like they were so calculated about the schedule. And that's how we are still And that's how we were are
1: still until like the last time we went. We were just like, you know what, let's just Well, the last time we went was also kind of a strange thing because we, we happened to get a park hopper ticket from your friend who works yeah, at the park.
0: he just, I, he, we, my friend and I were just talking and he was just like, honestly, I have a couple more tickets left before like my years up. Yeah. I don't know how the cast member perks work.
1: Yeah. But he was just like, you guys want it? And we're like, uh, yeah. yeah. And we're usually only used to going to one park a day. So it was kind of weird for us trying to manage going to multiple parks and maximize that and then we ended up getting so overwhelmed because it was busy that day too that we were just like you know what we're gonna relax for once yeah but most of the time we are really really calculated about the rides and stuff and it's funny because um when I got when I got older and would go with my friends because we started to work and we would get our own money and then pay for our own tickets or whatever Mm -hmm. I would see how my friends would approach going to the Disney parks and it was just so different because I don't really know every one of their socioeconomic backgrounds and how they grew up, but they would just be so intimidated by the way all of us would approach going to the parks.
0: Yeah. Which (laughs) I honestly, I honestly can understand that because the last time we went, I was even overwhelmed by the way we were trying to go about it until I was just like, you know what? These tickets were literally free. Let's just chill out. I mean, go on the rides that we want to go on, that, you know, we always enjoy. Because as we always because i th- usually we can hit every ride mm-hmm. by or ev-
1: the ones that we want to go on like yeah, there's we, some we
0: don't we, care we can to go usually on. hit every ride with the exceptions of rides made specifically for little kitties. or like splash mountain
1: cuz we or, don't care yeah, to get
0: wet <laughs> yeah or like the ones yeah the rides where you get really wet like we would usually hit all those rides by like 4 or 5 sometimes 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. um but of course, there's some rides that like we value over others. So like the last time we went, we we're just like, oh, you know, we're just going to prioritize the rides that we always enjoy. And then honestly, just enjoy the park. Like, yeah, it's, you know, the parks, I think, I mean, I don't have to explain or I don't have to explain if you're able to look up pictures of the Disney parks. It's the way it's designed. It's immersive. Yeah, right? it's beautiful. Yeah. for a lack of, you know, better word. And so and the last time we went, they'd opened like a new section mm-hmm. of the park and so we were just like, you know, we're just really going to enjoy just being inside this park. Yeah. Um and not really stress about trying to beat these really long lines. lines.
1: Yes. Anyway, we're like really digressing. Um but the point is this is not a Disney Disney episode but the point is that we've learned to maximize and make the most of our money yeah even for something like that even
0: when we went to like the zoo or Mm -hmm. that like sea life aquarium sometimes they have like caretakers quote shows where like the caretaker will come out and like do like there's a caretaker for usually the shows are for kiddos like they do like little fun skits and um It's meant to, like, entertain and educate. Right. Um, And so even if those are all available, we try to hit every single one of them because we want to maximize every experience we can get. Yeah. Um, And so, I don't know, when I was just, like, buying stuff last night and then when I found out I had paid $35 to open an empty safe, I would just... I just couldn't help like this morning I just couldn't help but laugh because I was just like wow I just wasted money but at the same time I was like oh well, it was only 35 but then I was like oh but at the same time it's 35 on it's 35 nothing. I could have used that to buy a whole tank of gas right. to fuel me through a whole week's work of my work schedule Yeah um, and so it just made me really reflective of how we've been able like, how we've looked at money and how we've been able to be smart. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that we're 100% smart with our spending because I certainly don't know the whole, like, world of investing and financing. Like, that's a very strange, like, yeah, not strange, but a very foreign world to me. But simple things of, like, knowing where to buy food at a
1: at a reasonable price. Or which groceries to buy where because some groceries will be expensive in in different grocery mm-hmm. stores. So mm-hmm. so just like learning where you can save money. Yeah. Right. Um I, I mean I I still make kind of ridiculous purchases and unnecessary purchases for sure. But I think at least having grown up that way and seeing the very sort of tight spending that we did At least gave me an idea of, okay, if I'm looking to save money, I know how to do it.
0: Yeah. Like the other day, I was really fortunate to have had... So a while ago, a very close family friend of ours was very kind enough to start um, like an investment plan for me. Um, And it's uh, connected with a financial advisor. And so I was able to chat with um, like the new financial advisor that took over and I was just telling him about like my philosophy about philosophy about money and spending and where I am at my life cuz right now my goal is to pay off my student loans um ideally before I go back to school cuz I will be going back to school um and also just setting up like I'm setting up like a plan mm mm-hmm. Um, for adult things like retirement yeah. and probably soon enough, like life insurance and a savings account that's bigger, that's that's like more adult like, right? Like I ideally want to save up to three years of yeah. life's expenses. I know most places in America or North America suggest like three months hmm. um, of life spending. At least, like, as your emergency. But, like, for me, my emergency would be, like, ideally three years. But I don't know. I don't know if that's, like, idealistic. Um, But just, like, sharing that with him. And he was just impressed and surprised that I was so money conscious. Um, And that, I mean, I was very fortunate that some economic things kind of turned into my favor because of COVID, but like, I've been able to almost pay off like my student loans in, oh, I don't know, um, like eight months, which is really impressive because it's, it wasn't like a tiny, tiny student loan. It was pretty sizable. Um, and him just hearing that was like, Just, like, hearing my spending and that, like, I wasn't really spending money on anything except and saving every penny to put it forward towards my loans. Like, he was really impressed. And I just kept thinking, like, it's not really that impressive. Like, if anything, like, I'm probably behind in my life financial plan. Mm. Um, Like, I'm surprised that you're surprised. Yeah. You know? Like, I thought this was kind of money 101 like very basic i like i felt like i was just only doing the very basic yeah stuff that i should be doing and not like doing crazier things like i felt guilty about not putting money into like my investments yeah and he was like why though (laughs) yeah and i'm like what do you mean why i should have been putting money into my investments and not like into investing and stuff um But I think we're just
1: also so used to living
0: a particular type of way in terms of finances and money.
1: Yeah, I think we came from parents in an environment that really encouraged long-term planning. Mm -hmm. So when we don't long-term plan, especially with finances, we we tend to feel guilt. Mm. Um, So it's kind of interesting to me now because obviously all of us are at least us kids are older now like we're all in our 20s we -hmm. all have jobs we can all pay for our own expenses um and then once in a while you know we have we also have are fortunate enough to have money to spend on fun like Mm -hmm. I definitely go to the movies now not every weekend but versus me now versus when we were younger when we never went to the movies I go maybe like once or twice a year three times a year for a movie I really want to see and that's way more than we did as kids Or going to a Disney park Mm -hmm. Um, and being able to pay for that myself it's kind of interesting to see like sometimes I feel guilty about spending money on that stuff when mm. I feel like I'm not really secure yet or, mm. or also in our mom's eyes because our mom is also very sort of um, focused on our financial security. And so I wonder if it's weird for her to see us go and have fun and be like, you shouldn't be doing that. You I know? I
0: think she thinks it's weird.
1: Yeah. So I, I do feel guilt about that because it's she didn't really get that in her youth. Like, she yeah. didn't have the opportunity to do that, and now she's watching us do it. And it's a strange thing for her. And I think for her, it's almost like you're you're too Americanized now. Because mm-hmm. in her mind, U.S. citizens are very careless about their spending, very careless about their money, and that's why she thinks they're not able to buy a home when they're, like, in their 20s. And why mm-hmm. she thinks that a lot of the ones that she's met are still renting and stuff like that. And so I definitely feel guilty about that, but... You know, I think we all deserve to enjoy life, mm-hmm. especially now when everything is so insecure, you know? Like, who knows who knows what's going to happen by 2030? The world is supposed to be, like, what, way hotter by 2030 because of climate change? Yeah, and, and then...
0: I, I just feel like the daily stressors in your life now are just so much more frequent. yeah. Because now with access to things like social media and, like, the way you can disseminate information is so fast, Mm -hmm. right? Like, when our parents came here, you know...
1: There weren't even cell phones. Like,
0: what was it, 30 years? Almost 30 years ago, actually. Like, yeah, there weren't cell phones. Like, barely anybody had a computer. Computers were, like, a newer thing yeah um you know people still relied on the newspaper right like we, was, we got
1: the newspaper which is so weird to yeah, say we now. got the
0: newspaper for a long time yeah. and you know like that and we didn't really watch television for news but like that was also another source of news like getting information was so limited not yeah. limited but like getting information took more time yeah and like so if there was anything out there that could remotely stress you it you know like you probably won't hear about it until later
1: there's a, a time lag and yeah now it's like if you have a smartphone you get it a minute after the event has happened
0: and not only that you're also getting events that are happening in other places that mm-hmm. don't even affect you but still can induce stress fear and anxiety in you right yeah. so it's just like I'm in this mentality of Yes, save when you can, but also recognize that, like, you are entitled to enjoy life as well because you're not here for a long
1: time. Yeah. And you're
0: only here, you know, like, you're only here once.
1: Yeah. So. I think now I just wish that mom would, mom would learn that because sometimes I feel like she doesn't. I, well, I also, like, I think she
0: functions on the idea of sacrifice a lot now and it will pay off later. later but i think we are functioning on the idea of we don't know if there's a later we'll mm-hmm. say like we'll be smart enough for if there's a later but we don't know if there's going to be a later yeah so we also want to take opportunity to enjoy things now because you always say save for later but what happens if later never comes right yeah. so and like i'm not trying to sound pessimistic or you know roman like in any way encourage or romanticize premature deaths you know if but that it's makes a sense. reality you know but it's a reality right like car accidents happen or accidents happen or Natural disasters are a thing
1: yeah. and famine,
0: famine and Wars. sickness, like COVID-19. Yeah. Um. So I don't want to take the future as something that's granted and for yeah. sure. Right. Yeah. So obviously I, you know, when I talk about, I want to set up like a future life plan, of course, like I want to do that because, you know, it's also likely that I will, maybe live until I'm 80 90 years old and I need to make sure that I'm able to live comfortably at 80 90 years old right but at the same time if I die when I'm you know in the next couple of years or from 30 or from 40 or from 50 or if even tomorrow who mm-hmm. knows what could happen like at least I know I have done something that I have ha- like that has let me enjoy life in the present yeah,
1: right. So, and we're lucky that we have a lot of like what? amazing like things that we've done, vacations that we've gone on all as a all as a result of saving, like very very meticulous saving. But I also want to say like I don't want people to think that we're saying you have to spend money to make great memories and no. a lot of exciting stuff. Like there's things that I still haven't done. That I really wish we had done, like I wish we'd gone hiking more, or I wish we'd gone, I don't know, like snorkeling more because snorkeling is a relatively cheap activity if you've got the gear, and, like, and the gear is not that yeah, expensive. And, and which is so, it's like yeah. I'm not, I don't want you all to think that like having fun. I mean, having fun can be a privilege for sure, mm-hmm. but. I I do want to say that it's not necessary to have money to make memories. It does help and it does open up a lot of different ways ways of having fun. And and we were really, really, really lucky to have done the things that we've done. Mm -hmm. Like considering our financial situation, and I'm not saying we're destitute or anything, but we're definitely not super well off. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. And I'm so grateful for that. And because of it, like we have so many good memories of our childhood. But mm-hmm. I value that those memories just as much as biking around the street or like playing dodgeball in front of our house. That was so much fun. So just a note, but yeah. I don't know. Just try to I don't want to say try to enjoy it because life is difficult and we're all experiencing a very difficult time. But mm-hmm. I just wanna stress that sometimes it's important to just focus on the present too. Mm-hmm. Like we can't Constantly plan for the future when we don't know what that's going to look like. And I have trouble with that too, where I'm obsessed. I think because of mom's sort of like 10 year plan that she always has, I'm obsessed with, I've got to think ahead, but now I'm really trying to focus on just enjoying now or trying to. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's difficult now because we're in a pandemic, but I don't know, just... Take some time for yourself. Try to de stress, however you can. Um, and also for people who haven't done so yet,
0: if you're currently impacted by COVID, save what you. If can. you can, if you can save what you can, and if you can, um, yeah. Enjoy <laughs> life, but some like especially Treat yourself, in, the, but like in also a time be... of
1: crisis, just be a little bit more. Yeah. Make sure you can take care of yourself if you can. Like, if you've, I don't want to, I'm not judging the way you spend. Like, I've made a lot of ridiculous purchases (laughs) with my unemployment checks. I, um, maybe I regret them a little bit, but I'm enjoying it. So, but yeah, if you can, like, save money where you can just to make sure you can take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. And another way you can de-stress is if you want to rant or just let off some steam, or talk about something that your mom has taught you. For us, we talked about money. For you, it can be anything, any type of story you want to share. It doesn't have to be. Uh, it doesn't have to be like uplifting. It doesn't have to follow a certain tone. It can be whatever story you want to share. You can share on our subreddit "Things Learned from Mama." There is no shorthand. Um, it's M A M A. It also doesn't have to be gender specific. It doesn't have to be your biological mother. It can just be anybody that you see as a mother figure. You can share your story on our subreddit. We will always ask your consent to share your story on our podcast. If you don't want to share and if you just want to share your story with other people, that's fine. Um, What else am I missing? Oh, you can find our podcast on Spotify, Overcast, Anchor, an apple podcast um mm-hmm. do you want to talk about who made the music
0: yes so our theme music was created and provided by jay anua
1: and our artwork was provided by my friend jen you can find her on instagram at jen doodler j-e-n-d-o-o-d-l-e-r um and yeah we hope that you share some of your stories with us um and we will see you in the next episode